Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our weekly broadcast from Spark Rental. Um, last week, we talked about the legal liability because of this pandemic, which is supposedly getting worse now in the United States, and um, the legal liability for landlords. And hopefully that will be helpful to, to those of you as this time seems to be rising again. Um, this week, Brian is going to talk to us about what states charge um, and where are the lowest property taxes, which is kind of important when you're a real estate investor. So with that, um, I also ask you all to please share your comments and just participate so that we're not just talking to air and each other. We talk to each other way too much. And um, let us know where, where you're um, checking in from. So, Brian. Yeah, and the property taxes, where where you live and yeah, where you live. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And, oh, I'm, I have to just interject here. Brian um, created these maps, and they're awesome. I was playing with them, and we're going to share the link, but you guys should play with them, too. They're a lot of fun, and, and it's quite interesting very eye-opening. But anyway, I shouldn't have given that away. Um, Brian, tell us, <laughs> tell us about state versus county levels as far as property taxes are concerned. Sure. So uh, I, I did, I shared that link in the comments here for um, the, we've got a couple interactive maps that we created for interact or for property taxes, both at the state level and on the county level. Um, and by the way, we've got uh, Mary Jane, here who's tuning in from the Sierra foothills of California. Um, Welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Glad to have you with us, Mary Jane. How are your property so, taxes over there? <laughs> yeah. 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 Let, let us know about, you know, kind of what kind of property taxes you guys are paying around the country here. Um, so before we jump in here, it's worth noting that property taxes are typically assessed at the County level. So when we talk about state property taxes, we're talking about averages across all of the different counties within that state. So average property taxes in that state, um, because each each county does set its own property tax rate. Um, now we did, we created a an interactive map for both property tax rates at the state level uh, and property tax rates at the county level. And property taxes can vary widely within the same state. So one quick example here, in Pima County, Arizona, they charge five times more than the tax rate in Apache County, Arizona. So Pima County charges a little under 1%. They're at uh, 0.96% of the uh, property value each year is what they assess. And then in Apache County, a couple counties over, they charge uh, 0.18% of the property value. So a really low rate. Would you say that... Um rural versus suburban versus city has a lot to do with that because i know where i am the further out in the country you go the taxes 
definitely decline. And then we're in like a really a Philly suburb where the taxes are like crazy. Yeah, no, that that is a trend. Uh, you know, it's not a perfect one to one correlation, but you can definitely see that as a pattern where urban areas tend to charge higher uh, tax rates and um, and then more rural counties do tend to charge lower tax rates. So that that's true. And that actually you get a double impact from that on a property tax level because uh, home values tend to be higher in major metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. So not only are they taxed at a higher rate typically, but you also have higher home values. So you get hit twice as hard with your annual property tax bill. And it's all a way out because more people tend to flock to the suburbs, you know, than the yeah. rural rural areas. So, yeah. Now, you know, one other thing that's kind of interesting to note here, just while we're talking about the state versus the county level. So you do see clear patterns across states with, with property taxes become some states charge more in income taxes or more in sales taxes. And then they charge less in property taxes or vice wow. versa. And of course, some states just, you know, charge less in taxes to begin with and keep a lower uh, state budget. And, you know, sometimes states will collect money in the form of income taxes and then distribute that money to the counties. So counties charge less in property taxes. Um, but, you know, it, it, some states just charge a much higher tax burden across the board. And we'll talk more about total tax burden in a few minutes. So by total tax burden, uh, we're talking about a combination of property taxes, income taxes, and sales and excise taxes. And by the way, if you're not familiar with the term excise taxes, um, excise taxes are on specific goods or specific services. So, for example, gasoline taxes uh, are an excise tax or uh, tobacco. You know, a lot of states uh, charge tobacco, charge extra taxes on tobacco uh, or alcohol, things like that. So, um, just curious, yeah, so when you're comparing a place like Delaware, right, they they have low property taxes and no income or low income taxes. Right. Well, and, and Delaware actually is famous for charging no sales tax oh. as well. So Delaware, it's funny you mentioned Delaware. Delaware has the second lowest total tax burden in the country, uh, which is why a lot of uh, companies uh, put their headquarters there. Delaware also protects um, business rights legally better than most states do. Uh, and it has worked for them. They've attracted a lot of company headquarters there wow. in Delaware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when you're comparing taxes, if, if you're considering moving to another state and you want to compare taxes, you really have to include all of these different types of taxes to get that total tax burden picture. Uh, because I mean, I'll, I'll use Texas as an example here. So Texas has relatively high property taxes, but they charge no income tax. So if you just look at property taxes, and you base your decision on where to live on just the property taxes alone, then you'll you'll miss out on the fact that Delaware or uh, <laughs> Texas actually has a relatively low tax burden, um, but they're charging more in property taxes because they're uh, not charging income taxes at all. Now, as an investor, should you be real concerned with the income tax? Um, it depends. Uh, I mean, as an investor, you should be most concerned about property taxes, most likely, because that does impact your uh, cash flow for a rental property, right. at least. Now, some states will try to charge you income taxes if you sell an investment property in their state. Uh, I know Maryland does that. You know, if, wow. if, you, if you're an out-of-state investor and you own a rental property in Maryland, and you go to sell that property, they will actually, the, the title company who does the settlement, 
they will set aside a certain amount of money in escrow to pay income taxes to the state of Maryland, even though you are not a resident of the state of Maryland. So the, uh, the People's Republic of Maryland strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, let's, let's get into some of these states and, you know, what, what are some of the low, lowest, you know, property taxes in which states? Sure. So the 10 states with the lowest property taxes, we'll just go through them really quickly. So Hawaii has the lowest property tax rate. And then so by the way, we'll go through by tax rate and then we'll also go through by actual dollar amount because those are two different things. Oh, there's plenty of overlap. So Hawaii, people would be surprised to know, has the lowest property tax rates yeah. in the country, an average of uh, 0.30%. Uh, then Alabama at 0.42%, Louisiana at 0.50%. West Virginia, 0.53%. Delaware, 0.55%. South Carolina, 0.56%. Wyoming, 0.57%. Colorado at number eight with 0.63%. And then Arkansas, uh, 0.64%. And then rounding out the, the 10 states with the lowest property taxes is Mississippi with 0.65%. Now explain that a little bit, the percentage that you use. No, so that's just the percentage of the property value that the county collects in property taxes each year. Okay. So just to, to use a really easy example, if, if you have a property that is has an assessed value of $100,000 and the property tax rate is at 1%, then you would pay $1,000 a year in property taxes. Wow. Hawaii. I didn't expect that. Well, so, so that's the thing. So Hawaii has pretty expensive real estate. So if you look at the act, the average dollar amount collected each year uh, or in these these states, Hawaii is not on the top 10 low <laughs> dollar amount property tax states. Uh, but the, the rate is lower and they can get away with that largely because the, prop, the property values are so high in Hawaii. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. You know, makes you think twice, like maybe we should invest in Mississippi. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of the uh, the southern and you know Sun Belt states have seen some more inbound migration over the last few years. Uh, you know, so every year, Denny and I run an analysis of uh, total tax burden among the states versus migration patterns within the states. United Van Lines releases a report each year that's um, it's great, super detailed about. Uh, which states Americans are moving out of and which states they're moving into. And it's not a perfect correlation between tax rates and where people are moving, uh, but there is a, there is a clear correlation. So, you know, for example, four out of the top five outbound migration states where people are leaving uh, four out of those five are all on the top 10 list for the highest tax states in the U S so New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Illinois, People are moving out of there in record numbers, uh, and they they are all on that top 10 list for the highest taxed states in the U.S. Um, California and Iowa, also both on that list. They're in the top 10 list for states that people are moving out of um, and also in the top 10 list for the highest tax states in the U.S. So there's a lot of overlap there. Uh, and if you break down the average uh, total tax burden, in the top outbound states, and you compare that to the, the tax burden in the top inbound states, uh, there is a, a difference, a, a noticeable difference in the, the average tax burden. So for this, the top outbound states that people are leaving, 
The total tax burden averages a little over nine and a half percent, nine point five one percent. For the top inbound states, it is under eight percent. It's like seven point nine something percent. Um, and if that seems close, it's it's actually not as close as it seems because the total range here uh, for total tax burden it's between five and twelve percent total. But almost all of these states actually fall in the seven and a half to ten percent range. So. There are a couple outliers that charge really low taxes or really high taxes, like Alaska and uh, Delaware charge really low taxes down the five to six percent range. Um, and then you've got a couple really high tax states like New York, that's like twelve and a half percent total tax burden. Um, but most of these states are falling in that like seven and a half to ten percent range. So for the top outbound states to be close to ten percent and the top inbound states having a total tax burden under 8%, it actually is a pretty big difference given how narrow the range is uh, for these states. And he says as a total picture. Have you ever, have you ever um, like I know here right now, um, especially like where North Jersey is and it meets Pennsylvania, we have a ton of people who have left New Jersey, moved to Pennsylvania, but still work in New Jersey because it's so close. Um, I just recently actually sold a house to somebody who works in New Jersey and they wanted to live in Pennsylvania. Um, do you ever think that like, would New Jersey ever lower property taxes? Have you ever seen a state or counties or I've seen counties do it, but do you ever, have you ever seen it like statewide? Well, I mean, so again, property taxes are assessed at the County level, but uh, so if enough counties lower their tax rates, then you'll see that the state average drop down. But um, New Jersey has the highest property taxes in the country, and that's whether you look at tax rate. New Jersey charges uh, over 2% every year, 2.1% of right. the, the property value they charge in taxes, which is a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and the, the average dollar amount, they're also the, the highest. They're, they're the worst by average dollar amount, too. I think the, the average dollar amount is, is like $7,800 a year in property taxes alone. It's crazy. So, yeah, so 100 percent. People are definitely they're leaving New Jersey um, and it is one of the top outbound migration states. And while I'm sure that tax rates are not the only reason why people are moving out of New Jersey, it's certainly not encouraging people to stay. Yeah. I mean, like, no, so. and, it, and it eventually it'll affect uh, house prices, home prices, which some areas there are already seeing. Oh, you know, so I'm from Baltimore and Baltimore City. It's actually kind of unique. Baltimore City has, is its own county jurisdiction uh, as opposed to the surrounding county. Um, but Baltimore City charges way higher. They charge something like 60 or 70% more in uh, property taxes than the surrounding county does. So when you look at the property values on the line, on the, on the border between the, the city and the county, uh, property values are something like 100000 or $125,000 more across the street from each other because of the, the line. And now that's not just about uh, property taxes. Some of that is schools as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, so my, my mother, for example, my mother lives uh, within like a thousand feet of the, the border between Baltimore City and Baltimore County. And I mean, her, her home value is like six figures, a hundred and dollars uh, less than the homes that are very equivalent homes that are a thousand feet north of her. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy how these, these do affect property values. It is. It is. And it isn't always true that the higher the taxes, the better the schools. That used to be something that was oh. said in Pennsylvania, but it is definitely not. No, not Baltimore true. City is a perfect example of that. 
Yeah, Baltimore City has some of the worst schools in the country. They actually pay among the highest per student um, budget in the country. So yeah, no, there, there's there's not necessarily a correlation between uh, school quality and performance versus property tax rates. Um, so. So let's talk about how this all affects cash flow, Brian. Well, so property taxes, you know, obviously does impact your cash flow. It's an expense that you have to include every month when you run the numbers on your uh, on a prospective rental property. And by the way, we'll share a link here. If anyone is interested in looking at the data on migration patterns in the U.S., we'll include a link to where you can look at that uh, and compare a couple interactive maps there as well. Uh, and by the way, Mary Jane said that uh, property taxes are not as bad where she is, as you might think, being in California. Uh, and it's so funny because I immediately thought California, probably super high. <laughs> well, there are high taxes in California across the board. Like, as a total tax burden, they're up there. Um, but yeah, so property taxes do impact you as a real estate investor. Um, you know, in, like we talked about a few minutes ago, though, income taxes can also impact you as a uh, real estate investor, even if you don't live in that state. You know, we use the example of Maryland where they will withhold your proceeds from from your sale of a property if you live out of state because they want to tax you. That's just <laughs> they, they want to tax you on, on that income. So. Um, but, yeah, and it's not just property taxes either. If you as a real estate investor who's looking at the country and trying to decide where to invest, you do want to take total tax burden into account along with these migration patterns, because this is all about demand for real estate. Right. So, you know, in places that have high taxes and where people are migrating out of that state or out of that county, that is that impacts your, the demand and the prospects for that those properties to appreciate in value. Okay. So. You know, again, it's not a it's not a one to one correlation between tax rates and where people are moving. Like Vermont is a good example of a state with very high taxes where people are uh, moving in. More people are moving into Vermont than moving out. Um, but as a general rule, there is a pattern that the states with the highest taxes tend to be the states with the highest outbound migration rates. So uh, just something to keep question. in mind if you're investing out of state. We have a question from Michael. Um, can property taxes be negotiated during ownership? Well, so you can you can file a um, uh, you you can and not a complaint, but <laughs> uh, you you can file to have your property reassessed, have oh, right. the value reassessed, if you disagree with how the county has assessed it, uh, because of course the the county assessor is going to make it out like you're living in some huge mansion. <laughs> oh, and if uh, you improve a property. <laughs> that's what permits to me are for. They want to make sure and see what you're doing so they can pop those taxes back up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, you can, you can file to have your property tax uh, assessment reassessed if you think that they've overassessed it, which of course they, they always want to do, right? Because they want the, the maximum dollars out of you. Right. But uh, yeah, so it, that's actually worth doing, uh, you know, across the board. If you, if you think that it's even close to being higher than it should be, uh, go ahead and, and object to it. Usually it's just a, a form letter that you send into the county and, um, and you can, you know, you send in comps and other documentation that, um, that reinforces your claim that the property is actually worth less than what they right. say, it, the assessment. And then Mary Jane, <clears throat> excuse me, says, I've noticed that pre-tax cap rates on Illinois investment properties are super high, but of course you can consider tax rates 
once you consider tax rates, the cap rate goes down. Have you noticed property tax rates affecting property valuation? Yeah. So, you know, and that's what we touched on a few minutes ago about, um, you know, Baltimore City versus Baltimore County, for example, where um, the much higher property tax rates do have a, a, a heavy impact on property values. So, yes, it can it can impact that. And when you when you calculate cap rates, uh, you do need to include expenses like property taxes. Uh, you know, the cap rate that should include, you know, all of those expenses other than the, the mortgage payment. It should include property taxes, uh, landlord insurance. Uh, you know, maintenance and repairs and property management fees and all, all those expenses. So so definitely include those when you run the numbers. And just and, to touch on the um, affecting property valuation one, I know we have an area in um, in Montgomery County and it's a little town and um, they have ridiculous, ridiculous um, taxes, property taxes. And they're pretty close to Philly too, but they have an excellent school district. So people like to move there. That and it is close to Philly, but their property ta- pr- prices have dropped big time. And I'll, I'll even have buyers see this beautiful house that's really inexpensive. And then I know, you know, yep. But look at the look at the property taxes, and they run immediately. Yeah, I mean, you have to take a holistic view of your cost of ownership. You know, whether you're a, a landlord or a homeowner, whenever you're looking at buying a property. So yeah, definitely include include uh, all of these expenses. Yes when you run the numbers. And by the way, I added a link in the comments here to where you can uh, use our our free rental cash flow calculator uh, that does include uh, fields for expenses like property taxes. So was there anything else, Brian, that you can add to all this? This is interesting. Uh, No, so go check out the article with the interactive maps. You can check out how your county compares to other surrounding counties and how states compare. Uh, it's, It's fascinating stuff. And you know, don't be afraid to invest out of state. You know, you are not locked into your home market as a real estate no. investor. It's easier than ever to invest long distance nowadays. So take advantage of tools like Roofstock and, and other, and we've got a whole bunch of articles and, and tools and resources on our site to help you invest out of state. So yeah, get out there and, and check out some new markets. And don't forget to check us out on the podcast if you've missed any of these live um, broadcasts. And uh, feel free to rate and review us. Yeah, please do. You know, that helps that helps get the word out. So have a great week and let us know what topics you want to hear about. Yeah, this is all about you guys and what, what you want to learn. So we'll see you next week. Have a great rest of this week. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side.